Hi, this is Bill. And this is Anastas. And we are the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, uh, some bad history. Yeah, it's... Um, bad Philadelphia history. It's dark. Yeah. It's um, sad. Corrupt. Corruption. It's a stain in 20th, late 20th century Philadelphia history, I would say. Yep. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it has a large impact in the way different communities look at police yeah. nowadays and uh, yeah. you know it's it's one thing where where you have the the sworn duty to protect people and the law really level law i'm pretty sure right. protect people isn't really part of their thing mm. but it's another to kill citizens of the united states yeah on uh on American soil, yeah. So there's a lot of bad things, but happens so not not as too often fun of an episode as we've done recently, but happens too yeah. often, as he said, and we should talk about it. So yeah, so we're gonna do the move bombings today. Yes, we will. And uh, disclaimer: we do say bad words. Yes. Um, probably, probably won't be as many of the fun bad words. Today no, it'll be more like what the fuck versus like Thanos's butthole. <laughs> butthole isn't a bad word. Butthole's not a bad. Word. Asshole. Uh, that's, bad word. that's a bad word. That's a one. That's a one. Um, Sphincter. But yeah, so we do say bad words. Yes. And keep an eye out for those. And this is, this, I mean, the whole topic isn't really like a fun, easy no, topic to listen around kids anyway. Yeah, but, this is um, maybe not something. Yeah. Um, so let's, but we'll, we'll get into that. Um, do you, so do you have experience with it? Like, do you, do you have you, like, I've read about this before. I've, I read, so we mentioned later, I, I mentioned later on. Uh, about the Philadelphia Inquirer and, and how they, they, they had a whole story about it and everything. And I, I, right. I read that. So familiar with from from that point of view. But do you have anything personal about it? Or? One of my uncles went to Drexel Med um, before transferring to Penn State hmm. uh, Med. And he was there during the shooting uh, in, the in, the, in the 70s. Wow. And they had to, in their dorm room, like lay on the floor because it was right around, the shooting was right around right. 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 Drexel. Right. Yep. They had to lay on the floor, like put their mattresses up in front of their windows because of bullets like whizzing by. Right, because there were a lot of bullets. Yeah, yeah. This was during, not during the bombing. Yeah, well, in, we'll, in we'll, the 80s. we'll, we'll get this into all that, but in the seventies. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was. It wasn't like the big shootout. I don't think it was. I think he was gone by then. But there were like habitual S- shootings. Skirmishes. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll we'll uh, we'll touch on that, but let's uh, let's dive into uh, into the origins of move, and you know we'll talk about the shootout, and then we'll obviously talk about the bombing, yeah. and we'll go into what what they're like today. The movement was found in 1972 in Philadelphia. It was a, a Black Liberation Group. Right. It was founded by John Africa and Donald Glasley. It was named Move by by John Africa as a as a motivator for the, for the members. To be active in the cause, it's not an acronym or anything. No, it's, it's like to it's like like actually move, move, move like move, move forward. forward. Exactly. It was originally called the um, Christian Movement for Life. Sidebar: John Africa he changed his name. I forget what his name was before, I but he can't changed remember. his name to Africa, and we'll touch on that a little later too. But basically, the way it formed was John Africa. He was he was functionally illiterate, mm-hmm. and he, uh, you know, he paired up with with Glassley, and they. You know, he dictated the guidelines for um, for the community that he had in his mind. Right. And, you know, Gasly, I don't know if I mentioned it, but he was a social worker at, at, at Penn. Right. And uh, he was full on board with it. So members of MOVE, they, they wore their hair in dreadlocks. It was kind of like an unofficial uniform. Mm-hmm. And they, they followed a, a, a radical form of green politics. Uh, and they, they 
the, their whole like goal, I guess, was to return to a uh, like a hunter gatherer society, really communal based, mm-hmm. and they they were really opposed to a lot of science of the day, um, a lot of modern modern medicine, modern technology, right? Kind of like luddites. Uh, yeah, hippie yeah. luddites. Yeah, exactly. mixed with like the Black Panthers, um, and that. So I think someone mentioned that in a quote later on as well too. But members believe that all lives should be treated in equal importance because everyone was dependent on one another. And again, when you look at like a hunter gatherer society, that's kind of the it's, whole. It's a commune. It's a commune. Yeah, if one person doesn't hold up their end of of societal bargain, falls apart. Everything falls apart. Exactly. And all every member of the move group. Uh, they all changed their surnames to Africa to show reverence for uh, what they regarded as the mother continent. Right. Um, taking John Africa's lead, and it was that that was that was the whole concept of the movement. There was there was an article written in the Guardian in 2018 that like dove into the history of Move and mm-hmm. the subsequent you know bombings and and shootings and whatnot. Right. And he wrote uh, Ed Pendleton wrote. That their their political views were a strange fusion of black power and flower power. The group was formed in the early seventies, uh, melded the revolutionary ideas of the Black Panthers, which with the nature and animal loving communalism of nineteen sixties hippies. You might characterize them as black libertarianists, uh, uh, kumiko Liber- eco eagle warriors, liberationists. Liberationists. Sorry, did I say libertarians? You did. Yeah, very different. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but very very different. But they're you know. Eco eco warriors. Right. Um, some people call them eco terrorists, but yeah, uh, that was their that was the kind of. If you don't know who they were, that's 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 their ideology, uh, and you know, uh, Pickleton, uh, uh, Pilk- Pilkington, I think his name is. Uh, it's some, some I think ter- it's Pilkington. Terribly English name, but it, it is terribly English, English name. But uh, he 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 quoted uh, different members of um, of. Of the of the group in yeah. his writings, and he, he quoted member Janine Africa, uh, who actually wrote to him from prison, uh, that we demonstrated against puppy mills, against zoos, circuses, any form of enslavement for animals. We demonstrated against Three Mile Island, which we we did a, we, did yeah, we talked about previously, uh, and industrial pollution. We demonstrated against police brutality, and we did so uncompromisingly. Slavery never ended; it was just disguised, mm. and a lot of those things you can look at and say, yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are those yeah, are those things saying, people we'll should stand up and 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 fight about. And the thing with the, the, with the zoo, thing with the sixties and the seventies, was it was such a such a tumultuous time uh, in, 60s in the United 70s States. Were rough, and New it, York was literally burning half the time, <laughs> basically. And you, you could you could see the effects on on uh, the institution's negligence yes. on different communities. Yeah, and it was just it was their response. Um, so the group, the, the MOVE members, they lived in a commune uh, in a house owned by Glassley, again, the, uh, the, the, the Penn social yeah. worker, in the, uh, the Palton Village uh, section of West Philly. The actual address of the first home was, uh, was three, uh, 311, nice, uh, north. <laughs> Amber 30- is the color of their energy. Amber is the color of their energy. Um, 311th uh, North 33rd Street in, uh, in Philly. And they were, you know, they were activists, so they would right. have, like, uh, different... Different demonstrations in front of their home and in the area, they would have like bullhorns, and then they would they would you know amplify their messages. They would curse a lot. They would you know yell, and they, they, their chants were very vulgar. Right. And like, uh, fuck the police. It, basically, yeah. And you know they they let it be known what they oppose. You know the zoo and and all that. And the speakers, the speakers um, that they like, they would 
chicken against Nixon and stuff. You know, yeah. they 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 would they wouldn't just like it wouldn't just be about movements. They would target people, right? You know, and chant about them. Uh, so it got people nervous, and I'm sure one of them was was Frank Rizzo, and we'll we'll talk about it in, in just a hot second. But I bet they protested the carriage rides in the in Old City because of the horses. Yeah, I, I'm not like, joking. Shit everywhere. Yeah, they, I'm they sure probably they probably did. did. They probably did. Um, so they're, they're shit everywhere. They're shit everywhere. Just shit everywhere. It smells so bad. <laughs> and I love Old City so much, but man, fuck those horses, rides. man. Those poor horses. Have you ever done, ever done one of those? No, I'm not a. I did one of those person. when I was like ten. I've never done one. Young, yeah, it was a, uh, it, it was, it was neat, but like you could just, you know, walk. I'll save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> God, okay. Some nice T-shirt you find, you find the old Piggly Wiggly. You know, you ever heard that south? song before? I've heard of it. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, what's his face? Um, I don't. Know. Billy Ray Cyrus. No, no. Lil Nas X. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Take your horse to the old that, town road. That's that one. Oh, is that still is that still gonna be cool in this post? I don't think so. I don't know, man. I heard it the other day again, and I was just like, "Are we not done with this yet?" That that was the that was the first time I felt old, like legitimately not not kidding. I was at Easter with my with with my little kid cousins, and they were like, "Ah, hey, this song's cool," and I was like, "What are you talking about? This er- song is terrible." Ernie loves it. Really? Ernie fucking. Do you loves feel it. old now? I feel old. Dude. I, feel I don't. Old I don't feel a connection to it. When this. we were at the bar, and the bartender looked at me and said. So you're gonna take care of all of them, right? And we, and the bartender and I sat. Well, well, two of my male friends were trying to flirt with the bartender and get her number, which she actually gave it to one of them. She was like interested. She's like, but he's too sloppy drunk right now. <laughs> but what she said to me, what we did, the bartender and I did, was sit there and talk about mutual people we know. So that's how you know wow, yeah, you're starting yeah. to get old. We're there, man. We're there. We're fucking there, dude. Well, I was like, yeah, I know, uh, I know so and so, and I know this person, that person. She's like, oh yeah, I know them, and like they left, and they're here now, and this. I, had to, I was like, yeah, I was at so and so's wedding. Someone had to explain what yeet was to me, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeet. yeet. Oh yeet. Yeet. Amazing. I fucking was amazing. Gonna say something that never mind. Fucking amazing. Have you seen the yeetus? You just that fetus. Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's just amazing. I, I was like, wow, people say this. People actually say yeet. yeet. They go, they they yeet. <laughs> Phil's dabbing. I'm dabbing well, so hard. I'm trying to well, make the air whoosh so you can hear it in your microphones. Well, yo, yeet. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. So yeah, to get back to the things to, that aren't. So yeet. I mentioned Frankers, right? So. The move, um, their the move group and their different activities, they were highly scrutinized by yeah. law enforcement, right? And you know, Frank Which Rizzo's was administration definitely overwhelmingly white. Yes, definitely almost exclusively white. Yeah, uh, and Frank Rizzo wasn't into it at all. So in yeah, Frank, Frank Frank Rizzo's got a he's got a history. In yes, the city. and uh, he has a lot, so the reason they took his statue down. Is they took it down? I think so, right? Okay, well, I don't know if it's... I don't know. I mean, maybe. There's there's a reason there's at least movements to Take remove the statue. Yeah. Uh, so, in, in, so, in 1977, uh, police obtained a court order requiring move to vacate their Palatin Village house. Mm-hmm. And uh, members of the group, they made a treaty with the police. They basically agreed to, like, we'll move out of the premise and we'll surrender our weapons... Uh, if you release some members of of our group that were that were held right. in city jail, trying to negotiate, yeah, basically trying to do like a hostage negotiation yeah. in a way. The police actually held up their end of the bar and they released some people. Surprising, but the move group they didn't they didn't comply. They although move refused to move. The move refused to move. Although there um, 
this is a, this is like a point of consideration for later on in terms of the actual guns because a lot of a lot of people will claim one thing or the other, but mm-hmm. a lot of the, the the move group and their supporters will say that they they give up their working guns. So they didn't right. have working guns. They just stayed in the house. I mean, that's what you can't just be that they did stay in the house. So they right. they did they, they didn't leave. stay on the premises. Yeah. So a year later, the police they they came to a standoff with the remaining members of, of the house. Uh, they 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 try to enter the house, and again, this is in '78. They try to enter the house, uh, but they were met with resistance, and there was shooting that erupted. Right. Again, not clarifying who shot what. We don't know who who, who was initiating. Who I have guesses. Even, but the Philadelphia Police Department um, had a casualty. It was, it right. was Officer James uh, J. Ramp. Uh, he was killed by a shot to the back of the neck. Um, and move representatives claimed that he was facing the house at the time. So again, facing the house at the time, shot right. in the neck on the back of the neck. So they they claim that uh, he was he was killed by a uh, by a police officer, right? And friendly fire, friendly fire, exactly. It was, he was killed by a single bullet, uh, as well. Again, really sad. Oh, it's, it's yeah. Prosecutors allege that move members fired the fatal shot, and they actually charged Sims Africa, and these they, they they charged eight other people with with the responsibility of the death. So according to that article I mentioned earlier from the Guardian, I'm not even gonna mention that guy's name. It's, it's too British, too hard to say. It's Ed Pilkington. Pilkington. Pilkington's a stupid fucking name. Your but wife is British. Kind yeah, of. I mean, but still, it's a stupid fucking name. <laughs> Pilkington is hard. You gotta learn how to say these things. No, I don't. <laughs> you go there. Yeah, but still, like, I'm not gonna say it. Do you say bruv when you're there? No, no one says. I don't say bruv. You know, I don't. I don't want to get stabbed in the neck with a with a, with, a, with a broken piece of glass. That's what they do over there. Those soccer hooligans. I'm but, a soccer hooligan. <laughs> So anyway, remember, remember, remember when the uh, the Chip Kelly years when I was this close to convincing you that we should flip over a smart car because we lost the Dolphins. <laughs> yes, as we were leaving Sam, the U.S. Sam, hotel bar. Sam, Sam Bradford got knocked out of the game. Sammy sleeves and uh, what's his face came in and shit all over the floor. The 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 fucking Sanchez Sanchez. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that was great. Butt fumble, butt fumble. What a what a pair of, what a quarterback room that was. Yes, it was. Um, All right, sorry anyway. guys. I yeah went from that to to Super Bowl champion Nick Foles and yeah. and, and went so yeah. So uh, and, and again back to that 2018 article from the Guardian. Eyewitnesses, however, gave accounts suggesting that the shot may have come from the opposite direction to the basement, raising the possibility that ramp was accidentally felled by police fire. Move members continued to insist that they had no workable guns in the house uh, at the time of the siege. Several months earlier, in May of 1978. Several guns, most of them that were inoperative, had been handed over to police. So the the article kind of mm-hmm. kind of brings the point that even though the guns may not have been given up in in 1977, they were likely given up later on. Uh, again, according to the, the move people right. that, that were interviewed. So nine members of the of move were convicted for of third degree murder for Ram's death. Nine members, pretty crazy. It's a lot each, of people. Each of them were sentenced to a maximum of 100 years in prison. There were Chuck, Delbert, Eddie, Janet, Janine, Merle, Michael, Phil, and Debbie Africa. And I believe two of them already died in jail. I think so, too. Uh, so that's, again, guy got shot back in the net. Terrible. Right. Absolutely terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not a bad thing at all. That's fucking yeah, terrible. That's fucking terrible. But to convict nine people of, of third-degree murder, murder right. which means it was, it was planned out. That's what third-degree is. It's planned out right. and executed for nine people. It, it's, it seems like the, like, the, like the administration just wanted to just put these people in jail. That's exactly what they wanted. So uh, this was a terrible thing. Obviously, they moved. They didn't want to stay in the, in the yeah. house anymore. So in 1981, 
uh, move relocated to a row house at um, a 20, uh, excuse me, 6221 Osag Ave in Cops Creek. Is it, neighborhood is it Osag? I always thought it was Osage. Is it Osage? Is that I you think said? it's Osage. Osage, yeah. Yeah, Bill knows the city better than I do. I don't. So I'm from the Northeast. That's all I know. I've, <laughs> I've been a, a yeah. decent amount around the city, actually. I have friend, I have friend who lived on Osage. Do you? Okay, well, yeah. that helps. Um, so for years, the neighbors in the area complained that uh, you know there was trash around the building, and there were confrontations with neighbors, and uh, you know move members would actually you know broadcast obscene messages via their bullhorns. Right. And more of that fuck the police stuff. More of that fuck the police. And they were complaining to the city that, you know, yeah, you right. got to do something about this. And Philly police obtained arrest warrants uh, in 1985, uh, charging four move occupants with crimes uh, that included, you know, parole violations, contempt of court, uh, illegal possession of, of firearms, and making terroristic threats, which I'm sure the terroristic threats were fuck Frank Rizzo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm sure they were like too. That. Well, this is Mayor Gooden. Mayor Gooden. This but, is Wilson but, Good, but, but still. still. I'm sure that's what it was. Um... So, Mayor Wilson Good and the police commissioner, uh, Gregor Sambor, they classified MOVE as a terrorist organization. Yep. So, when you, when you do that, you have a lot more flexibility of what you can do to people on U.S. soil. But they won't clarify, classify the, K, the KKK or Westboro Baptist Church. Is that true? I, I don't think they're terrorist organizations. Well, yeah, that's fucked up. So, and that, that, there's a lot to say about that. So residents were evacuated, and they were told that they could return in, uh, in 24 hours. Right. So residents of the community outside of the move house. Just right. To, to clarify that. So Monday, May 13th, 1985, between 300 and 500 police officers and city manager Leo Brooks, uh, they arrived in force, and they attempted to clear the row home and arrest tenants. And um, Bill, I'll, I'll let you dive into some more detail on that. Okay. So they shut down water and electricity to try and force the move members out. So, you know, it's pretty fucking hard to exist in modern day society without water, electricity. Can't take a poop without flushing. Right, exactly. You can, but it's not fun. For any of us who have gone through a power outage due to storms or snow or a telephone pole being hit by a car or what have you, it sucks. Yeah, and a side note, it shows how fragile our society is. Oh, man, we are... We're fucked. If we actually had, like, serious electrical infrastructure issues, we would be in issues. Maybe it would be bad. Uh, it didn't work. So Commissioner Gregor Samber uh, read a speech addressed to the MOVE uh, group to try and get them to evacuate the premises, but they were unresponsive. Uh, it pretty much started off with, attention, MOVE members, dot, 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 like, pause. This is America. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, fuck you, man. I think it's because they're all last name in Africa. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a really funny prick. Uh, it was at this point, though, that the police decided to remove Move forcefully. And they began to lob, the police, this is, tear gas canisters at the row house. So the Move members opened fire with semi-automatic and automatic weapons. Mm. And that's what the police report says. Right. So they responded, though. <laughs> police, yep. Yeah. The police went through over 10,000 rounds of ammunition before Samber ordered that the compound be bombed. 10,000 rounds. That sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Mm. Uh, there's some kind of statistic that in the military, they shoot like upwards in a percentage, like two, 300% for every actual hit. Right, 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 right. So I see. Yeah. You usually don't hit what you're shooting at is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You just shoot a lot. 
Well, I mean, I'm sure what they were aiming at was just the building. Right. You also, know, so also true. It's different, different kind of target, I guess. But well, uh, not so much in. Uh, fair enough. It's the same thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. From a Pennsylvania State Police helicopter, Philadelphia Police Department Lieutenant Frank Powell proceeded to drop two one-pound bombs, referred to by police as entry devices, mm. so they don't call them bombs. Right. And these were made of the F- FBI-supplied water gel explosive, which is a dynamite substitute. Um, it's just a liquid explosive yeah. material. Yep. And he was targeting a fortified bunker-esque cubicle on the roof of the house. The explosions ignited a fire from fuel for a gas-powered generator on the rooftop bunker. The fire spread and eventually destroyed approximately 65 houses in the neighborhood. 65 houses in the neighborhood. Think about the, that. The police did more damage. That's crazy. That, so remember when they said, we'll, we'll take you out, you know, yep. leave the area, we'll come back the next day? Your house you is gone. You can't come back. You <laughs> literally can't come back. And the, these are, this isn't just like the fucking shells of homes. And this is in, 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 a, in a, an area that doesn't that have... That already the, didn't dis- have, yeah. Exactly. A disproportionately lower income area that you're just fucked. Right. You're absolutely fucked. What's crazy is they didn't put out the fire right away. The building had been drenched by firefighters earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Like to try and force them out because of that high powered water. Right. But they didn't attempt to put out the fire right away for fear that they w- the firefighters would be shot. Right. Because my, my instinct is when, when the, my house is on fire, I'm going to shoot people. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah yep, yep, yep. It sounds like bullshit to me. Yep. So Mayor Good later testified at a trial in 96 that he had ordered the fire to be put out after the bunker burned. Mm-hmm. And Police Commissioner Sambor said he received the order, but the fire commissioner testified that he never received it. Yeah. So, uh... Mouth miscommunication or they just covered that. Yeah. Shit up. Yep. So, 11 people... terrible. Oh, yeah. Both fucking terrible. 11 people died in the fire. John Africa, five other adults, and five children, children aged 7 to 13. Yeah. Ramona Africa, who was one of two survivors from the house, said that police fired at those trying to escape. And after the, the bombing, Philly became known as the city that bombed itself. Yep, yep, that's a great. Uh, hey, Cleveland, Cleveland River got on fire, but they didn't bomb water. themselves. <laughs> they didn't bomb themselves. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. There's other cities that bombed themselves. Still not not great. Happened in, during the race riots in Oklahoma City. Well, no. But they get they got um. You're thinking of the OKC bomber. No, 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 no. In in the Black, you, the Black early Wall, 1900s, Black Wall Street. Yeah, that was okay. That was Oklahoma City. Yeah, Oklahoma okay. City, yeah. Then yeah, I they, think it was Oklahoma City. Yeah, they set fires and bombed themselves too. Yeah, great. Yay. Woo. Cool. Where's America? Good as Oklahoma City. Yep, that's fantastic. Hmm. God damn it. Anyway, so in the immediate aftermath, uh, Mayor Good appointed an investigative commission called the Philadelphia Special Investigation Commission (PSIC), also known as the Move Commission. Which I think a lot, I think more people have heard of the Move Commission than the bombing sometimes. Hmm. Um, It was chaired by William H. Brown III, who was an attorney at Norris, Schmidt, Green, Harris, Higginbotham, and Brown, which was Philadelphia's first African American owned law firm. Great name. Yeah, (laughs) very long name. Higginbotham. He had also been appointed to the EEOC by Lyndon B. Johnson in 1968. So this guy has credentials. Right. The Move Commission issued its report on March 6, 1986, and denounced the actions of the city government, saying, Dropping a bomb on an, unoccup- on an occupied row house was unconscionable. Yep. After, the report- after the report was released, Good made a formal apology, but no one in the government was criminally charged in the attack. Hmm. That's great. It's fantastic. Hmm. 
Ramona Africa was charged and convicted on charges of riot and conspiracy and served seven years in prison. So she survived and uh, went straight to jail. Yep. In 1996, a federal jury ordered the city to pay $1.5 million to Ramona Africa and relatives of two victims of the bombing in a civil suit. The jury had found that the city used excessive force and violated the members' constitutional protections against unreasonable search and seizure. Because, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah, you, you basically ramped up the response way more. Way I mean, more. Even, even the 10,000 rounds, you'd probably say is, is... That's more than is warranted. Yeah, I mean, I, if they sh- it depends on you know what happened, who shot what. Right. But still, but... Uh, well, dropping a bomb and raising down 65 homes. It's not great. Pretty nuts. Um, it's pretty bad. And, you know, $1.5 million is a lot of money. It's really not. No. I mean, I know this was in 96, but still, that's that's probably around like $3 million now. Maybe not even. It's probably around still. that, yeah. So that's pretty crazy. So I guess, I guess I'll continue to what's going on currently. Yeah, tell me what's going on with them now. Yeah, and the whole event in general, but... Ramona Africa, uh, she acts as a spokesperson for the group currently, so she's still alive. Right. And she has given speeches at events in the U.S. and other countries uh, about both about the the move group and their mm-hmm. ideology, and also about police brutality and 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 um, just the general like state uh, response to to people that have different opinions. Right. This uh, so move forward to a different concept uh mumia uh abu jamal um who's pretty well known as well yeah uh he was a journalist and an activist and he was convicted and um he was originally sentenced to death for uh for a, a murder that was unrelated to this bombing in 1981 it was the murder of a police officer daniel faulkner and um he was uh his, his sentence was commuted to life in prison in 2011 mm-hmm. so he escaped you know the the death penalty yeah but he he was he was he reported on the move group in the seventies, and uh, he actually suppressed support for expressed support for the group, you know, obviously before eighty one. Yeah. And uh, the move group actually continues to advocate for Abu Jamal's release, um, as well as that for of other imprisoned move members. And I think they they had a they definitely had a hand in in um, the community, you know, his li- his life sentence versus the the, the oh, penalty. Oh sure, yeah. Um, he was also like a. A big cultural figure, anyway. Right. I haven't really heard anything about him in the last five years, but I remember 2011 that whole yeah. Deal. It's been quiet. Yeah. Move basically. They, they view themselves and the prisoners that are currently in prison now. They view them as political prisoners. Yeah. Uh, which I think is probably fair to to, I mean, to it's say. Not false. I mean, yeah. It's it's um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Birdie Africa, who's also known as Michael Moses Ward. Uh, was actually the only child to survive right. the 1985 move bombing. Unfortunately, he died in 2013 um, in, in a drowning accident on a when he was on a, like a cruise ship, mm. um, uh, the, the Carnival Dream in the Caribbean. It's really sad, but there were you know kids there. Yeah, <laughs> just to well, think five about of them that. died. Five of them died. Yeah. So I mentioned this earlier, but on the 24th, 25th anniversary of the 1985 bombings, the Philadelphia Inquirer published a, a detailed uh, website that dealt on. Um, on the event, and they, they published the retrospective articles and uh, archived articles as well as showing videos and interviews and different photos of the event and a timeline. So they fully embrace it. I mean, it's 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 one thing to ignore it, but it's also another to acknowledge it's, that it happened. And it's and, a, it's and, a good thing by the Inquirer. Yeah. You have to acknowledge this thing that happened. It's not we're not the fucking South. 
Yeah, where... exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you you can you can hide behind a flag and and yeah and history, quote unquote. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. My favorite Twitter trend right now is there was uh, somebody who tweeted like Robert E. Lee is, was an American hero and we all should respect him. So people have t- been tweeting Robert E. Lee facts mm-hmm. in quotations, and it's all been stuff like Robert E. Lee died well guzzling shit out of his horse's ass. Robert E. Lee was also like a Virginian. He easily could have been a a North. General. He was asked to be. He was asked, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, "No, I gotta go with Virginia." Yeah. But if but if Virginia didn't, if if they went with the Union, he, yeah, he probably would have been. Yeah. But Union. he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. No. And they didn't. Well, he wasn't. Yeah. So. Anyway, so uh, the last little bit here uh, on on the on the current events, I guess. Mm. Uh, there was a documentary that released about Move called "Let the Fire Burn," and it was released in the, the fall of 2013. And it's mostly comprised of, of archival footage. Some of it was actually included in the, in the Inquirer mm. website as well, too. Uh, it was directed and, and produced by David Osinger. So if you wanted some visual aspects of it, you can look it up on that website. Yep. But you can also watch this documentary. Um, I don't think it's... I think it's on Amazon. I don't think it's on Netflix. But... Um, okay. But yeah, you know, feel free to, to, to check on that. Because it's always tougher to imagine how horrible it is if you don't have a visual. So, you know, you can Google images of it and all that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, you know, not one of our most exciting topics in terms Sad. of, like, jokes and funny stuff, but it, it's um, it, it's it's pretty tragic. I mean, again, killing cops, not a good thing. Not, you know, devil and I have a game for that at all, but the response was tearing down 65 homes and killing five children. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty uh, fucking bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no, no one looks good here at all. No, so. ev- it's all bad. Everything's bad. Yeah, about everything, everything about the world is bad now. No, I'm sad. Yeah, but I, you know, it was important to talk about it. I think. Yeah. Uh, um. Maybe we could have. I don't know if we could have devoted more time. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um. It's it's race relations, and especially in the 70s, 80s. I mean now. Even now. They yeah. were very very contentious times, um, coming right out of the civil rights movement. And while Philadelphia is a northern city, traditionally aligned with... Yeah, hell, I mean, you look at Boston. Like, with right. Boston's known as one of the most racist, racist cities, cities in, in, the, in the country. And it's right. hell, hell and north. Hell and north. And Philly has plenty of issues with that stuff. Yeah. Um, as the whole country does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I feel, frankly, unqualified to talk about it, too. Yeah, same. Two white dudes yeah. you know, on, a, on a podcast. The yeah. most, the most like, middle class and annoying... White thing, yeah. like Like... Thing you can do and white male have, thing. A, have a podcast, listen to a podcast. So yeah. I don't get all you know ranty and social warrior about it, but like it's it's you got to think about it. You know you got to look look at right. look at the world around you and and what's what's happening, what happened. And this was only in 1985. It's not that long ago. Not Six years all. before I was born. That's crazy to think about. Six years before I was born. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll look at like Charlottesville too, and and yeah. and. The rise of like neo Nazis in America, yeah. and we'll look at that, and that was and we'll be like, what the fuck? Two years ago, right? Was it two years ago? Three yeah. years ago? A couple, yeah. So that's crazy shit. But do you have anything else you want to add, or Bill, or do you have a do you have a town name that'll like transition or, or anything fun? Or I've, I've uh, got a town name. Yeah, anything yeah. else you want to add though? Or um, just just be excellent to one another. Like yeah, be Bill good. And Ted said, be good. It's not that fucking hard. Be no. good. Be be good man and woman and man and child and boy and boy and girl. Be good people. Or non-binary. Or non-binary. Be good. Okay. You want a town name? Yeah, give me a town wanna, name. Wanna, give, me, give me a town name. Wash it out. Wash out your mouth. Wash my <laughs> mouth out. Of uh, I've got Oh No, Pennsylvania. Oh No? Is it like two things? O-N-O. 
So oh. it's a township in, well, it's a, it's a community in East Hanover Township in Lebanon County. Gotcha. It's on U.S. Route 22. It's about two miles southwest of the junction of I-78 and I-81. Mm. The Swatara Creek to the south drains it. It drains it into the Susquehanna River. And uh, it has its own post office zip code of 17077. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of residents are served by Anvil or Jonestown. And according to tradition, the name Oh No was selected after all other ideas were rejected by a town elder with Oh No. <laughs> what was that hand motion you did? Oh No. Bill, uh, Bill put hands up and then he put, his, put an X. Crossed oh, No, crossed his arms. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm looking at photos of it just to see what's like. Ah, it's like a, what I can. But it, it's like a, it's just a town. It's like yeah. There's like literally a postcard with like a like a hotel on it or something. Yeah. It's the, just one of those small PA middle PA towns. Oh, Central funny! PA it's towns. the Oh Yes Hotel in Oh No, Pennsylvania. That's what the postcard is. Very oh, cute. Oh no. That's actually hilarious. I I'm trying not to laugh about it, but I like I like it. I like it. I approve. I'm not in a laughing mood now. No. You did this. <laughs> Was it my idea to do this website? I think yeah, it was, my, yeah, was, it was it? your idea. Yeah. I would have suggested it eventually. <laughs> eventually, yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, you know a shorter one as well too. So yeah, uh, pace, I guess just because pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. And, and also not a lot of bants because not a lot of witty fun. Yeah, we didn't really banter. That, like usually extends it because like it's not. Fun. I'm not laughing about dead kids or killing cops, so yeah. not happening. Yep. And I'm just really hungry. Yeah, me too. Too. I'm gonna. Well, while 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 Bill and I get some grub, you, also a terrible word. I hate that word. Grub. It's gross. Oh, it makes me like think of worms from you know the Lion King. Slimy yet when satisfying. They say, when they say grub and they use the little yeah. worms. Yeah, that's what I think. Slimy yet satisfying. But we're gonna we're gonna go do that, and uh, we we appreciate your and, listening. And while we're doing that, you can contact us. Yes. Give us that. Good Twitter stuff. on Uncommonwealth P, on Instagram at Uncommonwealth Podcast. Our Facebook page is Uncommonwealth Podcast. You can email us at uncommonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. You can find a... How do I want to do this one? It's a touchy oh, subject. Oh, God. Um, you can find, find a, a town name. You can find say, a, oh, no. shitty, um, a, a shitty British name like Pinkleton. And Pokington. Pokington. What? You also kept saying glassly. It's ga- glassy. It's glassy. Apologies. Yeah, glassy. There's no. There's no double L. No. It's just... Yeah. So Stupid you can names. find a pronunciation book. Yes, a guide. <laughs> guide to say things. Come to Honest Oss's house and say. Hit him over the head. This, with it. this is how you do this. It's, it's fine. English is a second language. This is your job. It is my second language, but I also have an English degree and. <laughs> We write these notes on podcasts weekly, so like I should know this shit. So I was trying to exonerate you, but I my won't. bad. No, no, no. I uh, I will take the take the wrath and the punishment. Fool. But uh, also, I think by the time this publishes, um, the Mueller might be testifying. I just got to yeah. for that. So because we're publishing this, we're recording this early. So um, maybe the world's on fire. Who knows? Congratulations, Jared and Brittany. Yes, congratulations. I have yep. a wedding. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. You don't listen to the podcast either one of you. Congratulations Please. either way. But it means I can't wait to be drunk and dancing. <laughs> well, um, speaking of drunk, that's like I never expected you to say the word drunk and dancing in this episode. So perfect, perfect fitting. Yep. Yep. Like a glove. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for listening. This has uh, been Honest Thought. This has been Bill. We've been the Uncomfortable Podcast.